Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back. Pete had to take a flight. He just left us and departed, but we bring in an all-star guest on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Bob Motzko, congratulations, first of all, on a remarkable season, and I'm playing in the Frozen Four this week. I hope one thing about having two weeks off is, is, is you get a chance maybe to take a deep breath and, and, and realize uh, you know what you've accomplished uh, uh, because you get a little delay before you play that next game. Well, we get some time off, I'll tell you that. And uh, with that, you know, they get the week off because of the basketball this week, and then hockey goes next week. But uh, we do get a breath. I'm not going to say we're going to sit back and, and pat ourselves on the back because we got too much work in front of us, and we're excited to get after it. You know, though, Bob, it is um... – there were so many storylines to this season in so many different ways. You know, the goaltender, the Olympics, everything that happened. And, and I think, you know, when, when those players went away for the Olympics, uh, I, I think, you know, what I heard from you anyway was, was okay, that's great. And we're going to kind of just focus on playing our best hockey at the end of the season. And I'll be doggone if you didn't end up winning the regular season and winning all your games while they were away and maybe becoming a better team, more depth, all those things when they came back. What did that period of time do for this team? Well, I mean, I didn't even back up, Max. You're, you're, you're right on. You know, we had so many injuries early in the season. Uh, uh, but they come in sports. And, and we just kind of had to plug other guys into roles. It got other guys more experience. You know, our freshmen, it took them a while. You know, a couple jumped out of the box right away with, like, Nyes and Lucius were great right from the start. And and we needed our freshmen to score for us. But it was just kind of a process. We just had to keep going through the steps. I mean, there was one time early in the year, we, I think we split five straight weekends, and, and we were having all this negative stuff, like, what's wrong with the Gophers? I, I actually thought we were playing very well. And and we just kept a steady ship over here. And then really the second half was crazy. You know, the Olympics come, you don't know what's going to happen, and, and we don't lose a game with our with our guys gone. Yeah. Uh, but that's a tribute to the leadership. And, and you know, of course, then Jack left uh, LaFontaine and, and Justin Close took over. And we just never missed a beat. Like, it was just – we just rolled from one to the next. It was this – simple process with this team and that is just a, a testament to the to the group that we have and they've been a pretty fun group to be around and and then it, then it really came together down the stretch for us Bob Motzko, our guest, Frozen Four, awaits them on Thursday night. You mentioned Justin Close. He comes in. and The one thing you said you knew for sure before he ever played a game for you uh, after LaFontaine left was the players will play hard for him because they love the guy. What does that mean in a locker room uh, to have have guys that have your back if you're the goaltender? Well, you know, a lot of times coaches are going to say that, but this was a true statement. I mean, he's one a phenomenal young man. wildly popular on the hockey team out of, out of respect because he's, he's the third goalie. You know, he was behind Mo and LaFontaine for two years, but outworked everybody every day in practice and never said boo. 
And I mean, there were a handful of comments throughout, you know, those two years from or from his teammates that coach, this is a good goalie, and we knew that. But we had we had great goaltending. Lafontaine was a Richter Award winner, first team All American. But as crazy as the world works, sometimes it, you know, he got his opportunity, and and the guys were going to battle for him. And, and but what we really found out is he's a pretty darn good goalie to boot. So. Um, was there an unknown? Did we know that was going to happen? Of course not. We, we didn't. We didn't know it was going to play out like it did. But, but it's not a surprise that it did turn out that way. And that's the respect that we have for him. You know, Ben Myers. Uh, uh, philosophically speaking, one of the things that's interesting about your roster is you know it's, it's dotted from all over, from Arizona, from uh, St. Louis Park, from Delano, uh, and, and and now all of a sudden you know he's a Hobie Baker finalist, and you go, well, let me. He didn't get drafted. How does this? How, how does that happen in terms of the development of a player? And I know he was a good athlete. He was a good baseball player out in Delano for a long time. He he did a lot of things well. Uh, take me through a kid like this and how he matures into what he's become. Well, you can one like I'm going to say we all missed him. Like he, you know, he was committed to another college uh, out east, uh, out of Delano, and and there were actually two two kids from Delano that were top ten Hobie and the, the Helen and yeah. Roy that was play, played yep. at Tech. That was a heck of a team they had at Delano and made the state tournament. And Ben led the state in scoring, so it wasn't like he was a a, a surprise because he was doing it there. But for some odd reason, I say us, you know the Minnesota schools. I was in St. Cloud at the time or, or Duluth or Minnesota or Mankato. Like we all passed on and, and it was foolish. And what happened is he goes to the USHL, which is an incredible breeding ground, but he played through his senior year. And then at Fargo, he just continued to do what he did at Delano and took it to another level. Well, the thing behind the scenes with him is he, he works out like a, like a madman in the weight room. I mean, his, he has a hard time walking. His legs are so big and strong. Um, it looks like it hurts when he walks, but he could be a running back. Um, and the way he trains, the way he works, and he's always had the talent. And he's a glue guy. He's a, he's a captain. He's a leader. And just been a tremendous player. I know he made a major impact with the Olympic team, and that's playing with, you know, quote-unquote best players in the world uh, at that age group without the NHL players. And he's just been a terrific leader for us, terrific player. Um, and sometimes, you know, what happens in hockey, we judge players too early. And, yeah. and you know, you start judging a 16-year-old, they're not going to be the same when they're 20. And, and, you know, he's going to be one of the elite players out of his age group. It just took a little time to get there. And, uh, but a special quality young man. And we couldn't be happier for him to be the final three home candidate and, and more important, help to lead our team. Yeah, and, and for, for those people that don't understand, I mean, he's sitting in the catbird seat after the season because when you do what he's done, now everybody, you have 32 NHL teams that, that are going to come try to get your services, right? Yeah, he's a free agent, so... Uh, I, I think that's what a lot of players learn later in life. They'd rather be a free agent because they can pick their team, and he's going to have that opportunity for sure. Minnesota State Mankato, you know the program well, you know the coach well, uh, and you, you probably know their goalie pretty well if you've watched a lot of tape on him lately. What do you see? Well, I, I can't find any. I, I was kind of teasing Hasty the other day. I go, I can't find any tape of you guys losing. So uh, <laughs> they they haven't lost much. They're deep in every position. They're well coached. Uh, they're 
you know, you got three of the younger teams in college hockey, Denver, Michigan, and ourselves, and then you probably got one of the oldest teams in college hockey, but just a grizzled, um, older, mature, talented hockey team that is really well dialed into how they play. And, and you know, we've, we've got our work cut out for us because they've kept everybody around terrific top-end players. Obviously, their goalie has is, is been one of the best in the country. He's got over 30 shutouts in, in his career. Um, we got, we're in for a fight, and we got to bring the fight to them. And, and you know, you got to survive the early part of the game and let it settle in. And, and they're going to deliver punches, but the, the Gophers have to find a way where we're delivering our punches right back at them and, and, and let the game settle in. We don't want any craziness early in the game. Uh, like mistakes or bad penalties, we you know it's kind of what it's kind of a good formula for us. Now we survived it. We had that one minute span out in you know when we were out in Massachusetts where they scored two goals on a delayed penalty and a power play. But outside of that, we just didn't let a lot of bad things happen to us. We were dialed in with our you know with our discipline. We're dialed in with what we're trying to do, and we've got to duplicate that one more time. You know, come Thursday night in in Boston. If you, if you were to say, I mean, there's obviously signature wins during a season, but but the way you came back against UMass uh, down three to one, and you're playing out east and all those things, uh, w- w- was that as good of, you know, hey, we stick together, we don't, you know, this is what we're talking about, uh, ride the ship, ride the waves, here we go. I, I mean, how did that feel to you? Because it looked like one of those kind of watershed moments. Well, I, I can I can be honest. Like I've been in that tournament so many times, and you fall down two nothing early in a game, especially against a team like UMass. Mm-hmm. It, it's virtually impossible to come back. The good thing is we had a you know we had three quarters of the game left, and the key for us was we scored late in the first period, and it really gave us some life to you know make it a two one score, and we went into the locker room, you know, being able to say, listen, it was one minute they scored the two goals in fifty some seconds, and. You know, we were playing pretty well, but we needed to hold them. They scored the two goals in 50-some seconds. And, you know, we were playing pretty well, but we needed to hold them. Now, you know, unfortunately, we gave one up early in the second period. Uh, but we dug our heels back in and, and, and were able to uh, – Tristan Bros was able to get a big goal for us, you know, back to yeah. the one-goal game. And the, the key in that game, there was no panic on the bench. There was no – uh, there was no bickering. Sometimes when you get down in a big game, you start to panic and push, you know, push buttons you don't want to push. Our guys just stayed steady and calm, and and fought through it. That was uh, a great lesson for us. I I don't want to fall down three one again. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we we survived it, and and but we've got the group that can do it too. So. And, and really got stronger as the game went. And we carried that right into the Western Michigan game where I thought, I thought from start to finish, we, we played a complete game. Every season is different. And I don't, I, I hate to ask a coach, is this the most fun season? But is this one of the, at least the more interesting seasons that you've ever experienced? Well, yeah, it's, this has been, yeah. You know, for me personally, it's been one of the, you know, it's been a very difficult season, but I've got a group of guys yeah. around that probably have needed I probably needed them more this year than they needed me. And and, um, and the leadership group and coming to the rink with this group and and just how they're, you know, a lot of times you deal with events. You deal with uh, stuff. You don't have to deal with much stuff. And and just a great work ethic and and fun group. And we watched them get better 
And that's the best thing I could tell you. I really enjoy being around this group. Yeah, I, I can't even go there because of what you've all been through, of course, in your last year, yep. well-documented and personally. But I, I just – I think everybody in the hockey community watches and just says, good for Bob. You know, it's therapy. It's it's all those things and, and in, a, in a crazy world that we'll never be able to explain. Um, you know, I think people are, you know <laughs> – they feel like there's a fate and there, there's something out there that, that and, and I think that these players, it looks like, have helped uh, help carry you that way as well without even knowing it maybe, huh? Uh, you know, it's going to be probably a thing when the season's over that I yep. reflect more back on. Um, I sure didn't, you know, no one handed me a manual how to deal with everything. You nope. just, nope. you know, it happened late in the summer and we just jumped into a hockey season. And and when you're surrounded by good kids and, and a great staff, um, it, it was a great outlet for me to get to the rink. And and, and like I, I've said it all along, and I said it back in, in the early part of the year when we were splitting. And in, in you know, you know, that's not supposed to happen to go for hockey. We're not supposed to lose a game. You know, we <laughs> and, and we lost five weeks in a row, but we also won five weeks in a row. And I liked our team. You could tell it was we had enough in there. To, to overcome this and and that's how it turned out but now we got two you know we got one monster game in front of us to 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 push through and and we're really excited for this challenge we can't wait to get out of here uh to get to you Boston. bet yeah you've been sitting in many minnesota long enough they're frozen for us waiting for you <laughs> bob thank you so much congratulations on a great year and uh it's just been fascinating to study from afar, but uh, ha- have a great time out there and enjoy every minute of it and uh, appreciate you giving us some time today. All right, Maxie. Thanks so much, pal. We'll see you. You bet. Bob Motzko, head coach, Golden Gophers. They take on Minnesota State Mankato on Thursday night. In the So we're going to have a big sports night coming up here on Thursday with the uh, Twins playing in the afternoon. The Gophers, I think Timberwolves play that night as well. Uh, sometimes we forget, don't we? We forget what we got. I'm going to remind you when we come back. Stay with us on The Huddle. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.